guys, it's amazing to see you both again, you know, and I appreciate your friendship. This is my beautiful wife, Stephanie. And as hi, Stephanie. hi, Stephanie. We're so happy to meet you. Oh, my God. Finally. My dog is so cute. The pillow reminds me of early nursing days when you have a baby and you have a nursing pillow. We call pretty much live on me, so. The mama magnet. That's what we call her. She's the mama magnet. Anywhere Stephanie goes, my little Polly Peanut follows. If he tries to take her, she'll bite him. <laughs> it's like the Monty Python scene where right. the rabbit jumps at the people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you guys, first of all, I'm going to start with you, Eric. Uh, you were just on set recently, if I'm not mistaken. What's it like to film nowadays? What's the set like? Well, there are two kinds of sets. There's a set who takes it very seriously and knows how to do it. And there's a set who you have to say, come on, guys social distance and I go, oh yes yeah, sorry so there are both those things going on and uh you have to protect yourself the the sad thing about it is this you have on a mask so they can't really see what you're thinking in the end result they can't see how you're feeling they can't see hi i'm eric you know they can't see any of that so so anything you do is like now whatever it is it's now and so it is never it can can, can I have a sip too? It, you know, it's, a, it, it's, it's just this eyes. So, so it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of gotten kind of impersonal, but uh, it has to be that way for a while. And uh, my wife keeps yelling at me because I say hi to people and I go to fist bump. Don't touch people! I'm like, oh, oh man. <laughs> and I'm just being, you know, and I, no. even, though, even though we're going through it all, I still forget. Every day, I forget probably half a dozen times. The and, worst uh, is when you leave your house and you forget your mask, and you go to the store. This morning, I went out for my, <laughs> my three-mile walk, and I go out, and after about a mile, I realize, oops. Helen, this is Helen. She's our friend. She's my adopted daughter. Hi. Okay, so Hello. look at the mask. So it comes with a thing where you're hanging around your neck and you can't forget. And, and then they have the two the gloss and beauty and you put on Yeah. But whenever you use yeah. them on it, take it off and yeah, you just drop it. Like I do with my glasses. But the thing is also, it's a company where on their website, for every mask you buy, they make a donation, right? What's yes. the name of the website? Um, so it's going to ask it. Okay. Can okay. It's eShakti. E-S-H-A-K-T-I. eShakti. But well, I'm going to, I'm going to order a bunch of these. Because Eric always forgets, and yeah. you can't forget, right? So that, is, is that, you get that because you were forgetting your mask all the time? Yes. Us too. Yeah. And you do. You go, or if someone comes to the door to delivery, and you go like this, and you know it's, you know, it's kind of insulting to the person because it's like you don't care about them. But Absolutely, yeah. it's like when the waitress or waiter comes by to the restaurant table, and it's like you feel bad, you don't know what to do, so you just pull your shirt up. And you're like, ah, man, let me make sure that I'm doing the right thing. And then when you go to the grocery store, like I was saying, and you go all the way there, and it's a lot to go out nowadays, guys, let's face facts, and deal with things that we have to deal with. And when you finally get to your destination, you realize, oh, I don't have a mask. Yeah. I got to go back home and do it all over again. Now, that's me. Yes, we keep extras in the car. <laughs> yeah, we do too, but he went on his walk today and he forgot it. Yeah. That's why I, I, I'm, Helen's idea is so brilliant. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, I could never, I'd always lose my glasses if I didn't have this thing. So it's the same concept. Yeah. 
Right. Like I have broken cartilage in my ear and it's terrible because it's always flapping off like the mask. I'm like trying to do the right thing. It's just like, Psh! it just goes sending across the room, you know? <laughs> Did you wrestle or something? Uh, boxed, uh, yeah, mixed martial arts, boxing, wrestling in high school. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little damaged over here. Um, Eliza, congratulations. I heard you got a new gig and, uh, what's the project called and what's your role in the project? Okay, one of them I'm not allowed to tell because I signed an NDA. No problem. I would love to, but I, I can tell you this much. I'm shooting it tomorrow. I'm losing my voice, so I'm going to uh, talk much less than usual. <laughs> uh, usually I don't let Eric talk at all or anybody. <laughs> uh, so between you and me, we would handle this whole thing, right? But now I'm going to try to let you and Stephanie and Eric do all the talking. But um so one of them is really great, and I'm playing the daughter of an actress I love and have loved for years, but I have to get a lot of rest because she's only seven years older than me in real life. So to look like her daughter, I'm gonna have to like not be beat to shit for one thing. Um, but then also, I don't know why, suddenly there's all this work. Um, I just played a role, Eric and I both together, both did a Christmas movie, uh, which will have Keaton songs in it. And we did a silly comedy called Peach Cobbler. And we shot in Flagstaff, Arizona. It was very fun. And um, yeah, I just did something else recently. Well, you know, we did the one in New York, which was very dramatic. We're just all over the place. And I don't, I mean, I think the reason at my stage of life that suddenly I'm getting all these jobs is because nobody else is dumb enough to go to work. They're, they're, <laughs> they're still staying much safer. And even though, as Eric said, even though it's done safely, there's only so much safely. But we both got tested today for, he got tested for two productions. I got tested for one production plus being on set with him for his productions. So we're just all over the place. You, I mean, you have to get tested and bring it. We're going to be tested again in a couple of days. I mean, it's crazy. Do you like acting also? What, sweetie? Do you like acting? Is that something you've always pursued? As oh, well? I love it. I love it. So it's fantastic that this is happening. Yeah, she's she's a real actor. She's like she's yeah. like one of the heavies. But that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. of all Your my first jobs. role was Animal House, right? And that was oh, first yeah. role, that's probably her most famous. That sounds role. Good. most famous. Okay, probably not my first role. I but, mean, that's probably the most successful young comedy ever made, isn't it? Animal House. Oh, John Belushi when he takes the mustard for no reason with the guys playing the guitar and just breaks the guitar <laughs> and dumps the mustard on it's so random. And that's what's so amazing about that film. And I tell you what is also amazing. Thank you for the establishment and friendship with Keaton. Keaton is a brilliant guitar player. He is absolutely remarkable. Um, I've watched several of his performances. And I had an interview with him recently where he was so great. And we took a deep dive into music. Probably one of the best music conversations I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, you guys must be very proud, very knowledgeable. Uh, he's my favorite sing-songwriting guitar player. He can play the guitar like nobody's business. Oh my God, he's incredible, he effortless. Does. Yeah. See, the thing is, you um, like we're really glad to have introduced him to you because he really enjoys you. You really enjoy him. Um, I knew you'd get it about his music. Yeah, you know, it's funny when it's your kids. You, it's really hard to separate that they're not you. And so when I watch things like the recent stuff at Ryman and at Red Rocks and stuff, and then just some other stuff of him, we've been at all, so many of his shows. Yeah. 
how does he do that? I mean, it's, it's just so far from the realm of, that's when you realize your kids are not you. Like my daughter, same thing. Not Emma, but my daughter Morgan. She's a chef and she's a baker. I can't cook, I, I can't boil water. I mean, it's a cliche, but I can True. barely feed our cats. I feed them constantly, but I'm such a bad cook that <laughs> even they don't want to eat their favorite food if it comes uh, from me. Tell him the, uh, the sign of what you are. Oh yeah, Eric, it's here. in one of our shows, um, Celebrity Wife Swap, I think. It's a sign we hang in our kitchen that says, I kiss better than I cook. And Eric got that. <laughs> But so when your kids can do stuff that you can't do, it's just, it's this amazing lightning feeling, you know, and especially when they do it that well, it's crazy. But anyway, thank you for following up and then getting to know him. It's been so wonderful. I think he's great. And, uh, you know, we all love him and appreciate him around the house. Even, you know, Stephanie, uh, my girl's a I big. Love country music. I love like when he, I heard him in the background, I was like, who's that? So. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to sell her to it. She just heard it. She's like, what is this? And it's funny with like country. I mean, I love blues. I love all styles. When I met Stephanie originally, I wasn't into country, but then I started listening to the lyrics. And then I heard it's about kind of going out there, blue collared, you know, getting laid, you know, making money and then drinking. And I'm like, oh, I like this. This is, this is great. Who's not going to like any of this stuff, you know, but also we all do it responsibly. Um, well, so wait, wait Johnny, what's the, Johnny, what's that joke that they say, if you play a country song backwards, what are the words? And it's like, you get your wife back, you get your health back, you get you get your car, your truck back, because it's all, you know, the down and out stuff. It, it really, there is really much more to it than people know. I agree. It's relatable. Yeah. It's so relatable. And I thank her for giving me that opportunity to experience it, because it opens your mind and it makes you a better musician. Like for me, it's like the more things you listen to, the more things you appreciate. Like I love rap, hip hop, metal, reggae, everything, hard rock, everything out there. And now to add this facet to the game um, yeah. helps out. And you could tell that with Keaton, he's got so much blues in yeah, him. Yeah, so much, yeah. Amazing, like right away, I'm like, and the soulfulness and the effortlessness of which he plays is absolutely wonderful. And he's so humble. Yeah, he is. He's a maestro, for sure. And he is humble. He's a, that's, that's authentic. That's very real. He's an awesome guy. So going back to films, Eric, we know that you've had 580 film appearances plus, you know, and uh, I, we, last time we talked about Pope Greenwich Village, Star 80, you know, all your great hits. And I want to go to a couple other ones, if you don't mind, in a little bit. But one I have to ask about in particular, the best of the best part one, you had the mighty James Earl Jones as your mentor, Darth Vader, okay? <laughs> like, did you hear, like, did you see Darth Vader when you were doing scenes with him? Uh, I was on a Star Wars guy. So I never saw Star Wars up till a long time after that even. So I didn't, I didn't associate him with Darth Vader, even though I knew that he was Darth Vader. Uh, I didn't, I, 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 no. He was James Earl Jones, who was this classic man with this very famous voice that was always heralded as a as a great stage actor. Here he comes. He's he's gonna play my coach. Oh my god! It was good. It was cool. And, uh, he was real sweet and he was real approachable and he was real accessible and uh, he had a good time on a set. He had a good sense of humor. And you hear him as well, babe. Foster from The Lion King. Whenever I hear his voice, I watch that more than Star Wars. He's got that voice, man, like a Morgan Freeman, where you just like. 
It's such a captivating voice. And real quick about the Best of the Best series. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. No, I want his uh, his current job. This is CNN. I want that job. Yeah, you did. You did. Best of the Best 1 and 2, the fight choreography is incredible. I, what was it like to train? Uh, how much prepar preparation did you have to do to get to that point? to be in great shape and, and have all those moves, you know, cause they still sell like, you know, best of the best original one was in the eighties. Uh, the other one was in the early nineties uh, too. And the fight choreography was so great. Like what, 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 what went into all that? It was, it was, it was Philip and it was Simon. And uh, they would just, they would just get together and they work at all the fights like dances and they would teach us what they wanted. And, uh, we did what they told us. It was as simple as that. We did what we were told. There was no improv. There was no real fighting. The, uh, uh, I, got, I got a bloody nose, I think, one time. I mean, nobody got hurt ever. It was a great set. And, uh, you know, sometimes you go, ow, that hurt. But, you know, it was nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know, one bloody nose is all I got in uh, both those movies. And I gave it to myself. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. We got to bring back a part five and have you back. I just want to be a henchman. I'm going to throw that out there. Just have me yes. as like a random Italian henchman that you guys kick my ass and then you throw me away four seconds screen time. I'd be so happy. Um, all right. So we talked about a lot of movies the last time, Star 80, Pope of Greenwich Village, all the greats and stuff like that. There's other greats that um, I missed that I thought about. And El Cucaracha, what a great movie that was. Do you have any thoughts about that with your experience with that movie? Thank you so much. I love that movie. And I am so proud of the eating scene in that film because as an actor, I watch actors eat in scenes because I know they're not really eating and I know they probably had to eat that five times. So I'm, I'm, I'm not watching them from a whole other point of view than an audience watches them. I'm watching them eat and I'm always disappointed in how actors eat. They eat fake. They chew a little bit. Maybe they only eat like uh, like mashed potatoes they don't eat real stuff. They, they, uh, they rarely eat bread unless it's a character thing. They eat a big piece of bread, uh, a, uh, a big bread of Italian bread, a rough, you know, something like that. That's a, that's a, that's a character thing, but they don't eat. So in that movie, I was very proud of myself that I said what I wanted to eat, and because I loved it and I would eat it like a pig and I could eat it and talk at the same time because it was very important because I, I had to talk. So uh, I ate all night one night while we shot that scene. And uh, I am so proud of that as an eating scene, as an actor. And I'm so proud of that movie actually, because you know, that movie was made, I think for maybe 75 bucks. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the director ended up being one of my favorite people on the planet. Say his name. I'll let you say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. what was the food that was so good that you, you kept eating? Mexican? It was, it was Le Cougarou. Le Cougarou's bread and chicken all chopped up together. And wow. their beans. They, they served these beans at the time. And I mixed it all up so it looked like something grotesque 
but it tasted delicious. It's Kukuru, which was a chain, and it's gone. I don't know if you had it on the East Coast, but it was super popular. And most of that, what he was eating was just plain butternut squash that they had. They had mashed butternut squash. They added nothing to it. Amazing. So, um, so yeah, it was so. That's what it was. It was it was a butternut Butternut squash squash. that made it look really kind of what is that? Yeah. And it just tasted incredible, but it looked like it was it was maybe gross. Other honorable mentions that I want to talk about: the nature of the beast. Isn't Bill that was? in that movie yeah i know we had so much fun doing that movie the flip at the end i saw it coming it had almost like a fight i saw it coming yeah i'm so disappointed because when i read it i didn't (laughs) really yeah that's why that's why i said yes to the movie is like oh they fooled me yeah i'll do this movie my god it's so great because i think you being the axe murderer spoiler alert people would have been too obvious, obvious you know yeah. so i started looking the other way i'm like you know what it's this guy and he's too like uptight and i'm like there's something off with him and what a great acting performance by both you guys because i mean it's pretty much the essential movie was broken down to you guys sharing so much camera time another one uh, that i love heaven's prisoners oh phil joana what a great director and that was a fine I think, thing i think and that movie is Alex's best work. Alex's best work. I, I think it is. It, you it's had Baldwin in that movie. You had Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Terry was cool in that. And uh, I, I like the whole, you know, again, you were doing the thing sparring in the backyard all the time. And then you go beat someone up and then eat your shrimp and hang out in the garden. Like, these are great. These are great scenes, Eric, man. Uh, you know, I can't say enough. Uh, how wonderful I've enjoyed your film career. And I can't wait to see, like I was mentioning before, what do we got? Like 40 uh, appearances in 2020 scheduled? A lot. A few, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's quite a few. So in the meantime, what else have you guys been doing to uh, have fun? Well, uh, we, you know, here's what I explained to my wife the other day. This, uh, this, uh, this quarantine life, is a lot like my life, and uh, and uh, and because I I don't I don't do anything but work, and uh, so so the only thing different really is I don't go to set as often as I would otherwise. And that's a change. Yeah. Yeah. Those stretches, where where it's really work, but there's travel involved. Like for instance, um, we're going to be. We just came back from Arizona, and we're in Flagstaff and Phoenix. Um, we are going to, he's going to be shooting in Tustin, which is just a few hours in one direction. And then in Ojai, which is a few hours in another direction, both in California, but completely different worlds. Then we fly back to Georgia. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's, but some of these movies, it's interesting. Like there was one that was supposed to be done in Croatia. Um, that's going to instead be done on the set of another film here. And then there was one that's supposed to be done in Cincinnati. That's now going to be shot in Bulgaria. So, I mean, you know, it's nuts. The only time that I feel nervous or uh, possible uh-oh is every time I'm on a plane. Because I stay covered the whole time. But still, you're on a plane. It's recycled air. Somebody had a 200 and like, and like, and like 40 people. Somebody's going to have the virus. And uh, the, the odds are against you. And that's the only time that I get a little tight about it all. 
it's ironic. I was going to ask you about that question about what it's like to be flying, especially when you're doing production and everything changes minute to minute nowadays, second to second. It's like, yes. you don't even know how to walk into a store. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to put this on? Do I have to wear a mask over my head completely? Like, what do you want me to do? You know, totally. yep. but what we've been doing, like the other day I had, what was it called? A manicure or a pedicure? Which one was it? <laughs> we're doing silly things. I'm doing things I would never normally do. It's a pedicure. Is it your toes or your fingers? The toes, but no, no, no finish. I didn't put any polish on. But yeah. I thought about going Paulie Walnut Soprano style with the satin finish. And I'll talk about that later in a moment. But I went, it was very ticklish. And it was very extreme and intense. But I, I kind of enjoyed it at the same time. Uh, yeah. Been golfing, you know, uh, meditating. Been meditating a lot. Yes. Uh, luckily, I, I, a guy mentioned in Sopranos, Michael Imperioli runs a seminar and that I've been attending. Oh, he's our friend. He's our buddy, we know, yeah. You have to send him our love. Have you, seen, have you meditated with him? It's wonderful. No, no we, we have not, but we're all buddies though. Tell, yeah. tell him we said hi. I did a bunch of movies with him for Henry Jaglum, and then, um, and then he, he did a, you know, some stuff with, uh, on Californication, which Keaton also did, and worked close with the company. But Michael, um, yeah, his thing is pretty fantastic, because, we do a podcast with Vicki Abelson and he does it too. And he got so many of the women there, it's called Women Who Write, into his meditation thing. I think that's kind of saved his life in a lot of ways, you know, because because he's he doesn't suffer the ridiculousness of our business the way everybody else does. Yeah. I think it's because of where his head's at, you know. He's a great mentor and very calming and soothing uh what i love about him is that you don't see christopher from the sopranos you see no. michael uh, spiritual nurturing like he's doing this for free for people weekly yeah. and and uh you know he gets a great turnout and i've turned it on to some other people that are going through problems as we all are uh yeah. you know and they they're like this has been great thank you for this you know other things We've been doing uh, video games, and I have this weird thing with her with the video games. I have like a video game fetish watching her play video games. Can you explain what that is? No, I just play. So I don't know what that's Yeah, I just enjoy watching her play video, but I enjoy watching her do everything. That's good. That's wonderful. Maybe because you don't think of it as a thing. You know, it's not classically women or girls who are playing video games. And so it's a part of your wife that you're really proud of. You like that part of her. I totally get it. Or maybe, or maybe, good at it. or maybe you're just attracted to her and you like watching her. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, there's something, I mean, of, everything that she does, though, I'll follow her around the house. What did I say? She's wearing overalls right now. And I said, the, the reason why you're wearing overalls is because overall, you're just the most amazing person on the planet. I know this sounds corny. Yeah, nice. I did that. That did happen yesterday. <laughs> I like that. Wait, 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 wait. I have to ask you a question. First of all, yeah. watch a movie. Watch a movie called the um, the M word, M M as in menopause, and you're gonna love Imperioli in that movie. You probably haven't seen it. The yeah, I've never seen that one. You have to find it. The M word. It has Francis Fisher, who was the mom in Titanic. It has Michael Imperioli and a bunch of other people and me, Gregory Harrison from Trapper John. Oh, um, wow. Watch it because you like it. Okay, now how long have you guys been married? We've been together seven, seven years. Seven years. Uh, okay. Great story. Do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? We met through social media. Um, 
similar interests uh, in art, music, all that kind of stuff, movies. And I saw her profile picture and I'm like, man, I got to talk to this one. And so I did, long story short, we started Skype and I got my way in there. I creeped on her and I got in. And what happened was um, we start Skyping for a long period of time and have this great connection, talking about everything from intellectual to completely ridiculous. When you Skype, you can't yeah. go anything. Like a hundred dates or something, you know, a hundred hours, we, it's like, I have to go on a hundred dates. Yeah. We essentially yeah. went on a hundred dates. And then um, I finally said, I'm going to come to Vegas. At this point in time, I lived in New Jersey. So it was right. kind of gonna kind of be like let's go hang out and have fun but i was fun, yeah. yeah we're gonna have fun but i knew i was already emotionally invested and then once the physical all worked out if you know what i'm talking about like once that came through um i met you remember me crying when i when i left i, I fell in love with her so hard that i was literally yeah. crying on the way out like i have to admit this and yeah a week later she comes out to visit me. I think it was a week later. Yeah. And then we keep going back and forth. And I decided this is the woman I need to be with. And uh, I decided to move from New Jersey and uh, pack up my bags. And uh, oh my God, I got a great story for you guys. You ready for this? Yeah, what? Okay, I go to the airport. I have two suitcases. I left all my stuff behind. I sold off a lot of stuff. I'm about to start a new life uh, of positivity. But I needed to bring some things. So in one suitcase was her stuff thongs, yeah. <laughs> you know, things of that nature and stuff like that. And then, um, and the other suitcase, you know, clothes that she left behind and the other suitcase was like me, my boxing gloves, my t-shirts, you know, uh, drumsticks, all this kind of stuff. And when I got to uh, security at the airport, they asked me to open my bags they weigh too much because they weigh too much. Mind you, there's like a hundred, there's a hundred people here. And I'm, I open up the suitcases. I said, I think you're a cross-dresser right away. <laughs> it looked, it probably looked at like the most freakish event and all this type of stuff. It was just absolutely terrible. Um, you know, it was a little bit embarrassing, but not surprising if you know. Oh my God. But you got it there. And you, yeah, wow. Okay, so wait a second. So now you guys, did you grow up in Vegas? Yeah, from sixth grade. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's a big change for him. Yeah. It, yeah. it was, um, it's different. The driving is way crazy. Like, cause it's a hybrid of all these different cultures from different places of the world yeah. and States. And it's just like, it's a madness. It's like a melting pot of madness. So it took a, a moment to yeah. adjust and the red lights. The lights are terrible. <laughs> They'll hold you there. Yeah. You almost forget why you're even out. You're like driving. You're like, by the time the light goes green, you're like, where am I? Like, where am I supposed to be going right now? <laughs> <laughs> you've, had, you've had like so many daydreams in between the light changing. Exactly. Yeah. You have to watch our, our um, celebrity wife swap. I have ice in my mouth. It's hot here. No, have you good. No. Yeah. Have you watched it? No, I haven't seen it. What's you it about? Celebrity wife swap with Eric and Eliza Roberts. Okay. You have to watch it. I'm not going to tell you why. You're I'm trying to get rid of her. Didn't no, 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 work. No, no. Shh, shh. <laughs> this, ties into, this ties into your life. Okay, so you got to watch it, and you'll see why when you watch it. Oh yeah, you'll 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 understand when you see it why she's recommending. 
Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like the same reason why I love my girl, same reason why you love your girl, Eric, and vice versa from her to me and from Eliza to you. And it's all about finding the right person. We are very lucky people, you know, and I know it sounds corny and I'm on a very try and positive kick to really you know, share love with people and let them know, like, there's someone out there for you. We are very fortunate people. Eric and Eliza, you guys have been married, like, almost 28 years? Yeah. 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 Congratulations on that. Can, can I ask you guys, uh, maybe it's a little bit of a personal question. How, how does it, you know, how do you guys do it? Because, I mean, me and her, we're great. Like, you asked us uh, seven years now, I think, on a, in a relationship, even long distance, administering that. What, what do you guys suggest for people for a key for a great marriage? Well, I think it's kind of simple, uh, even though it encompasses so much work. And that's honesty, and that's honesty. And that's not like kind of honesty, it's honesty, where you're really, you're, whatever you're going through, they're they're privy to it complete honesty about about you what you are what you feel what you want what you don't blah 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 and sex i think if you don't have both <laughs> you know yeah you, you gotta have it dude and if you don't have sex then it's not the relationship that that it was which is probably I fine totally agree but i know, totally agree but we uh, I like my wife yeah, I, I love my wife too. And the thing is, like, we, I'm going to throw this out there and I hope you're okay with this. The numbers we've been putting up during quarantine have been fantastic. I think we can do three <laughs> times a day, six times a week, you know? Right. And, uh, <laughs> good for me, right? I mean, I'm 41, it's still, it, everything's good, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that is right. You're, you're right, Eric. It's a key to a great relationship. You gotta have passion of any sort, yeah. whether it's mental. Yeah. It's an ingredient that has to be there. You have to have that ingredient. And uh, yeah. And but you know, for for long term stuff, what I realize is the honesty. You know, because I have lots of relationships. A lot of them are almost honest, <laughs> but you know, I'm not married to them. Uh, <laughs> right. But the, the one that I have that you know I'm invested in is totally honest, totally what it is is this one. And, uh, and, you know, she's also my boss, you know, I say, what do I do? And she tells me that <laughs> and I go to do it. Yeah. Working together is good. And that's, yeah, you guys do that too. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Anything that happens, like, for example, I got a chair the other day. What was it yesterday? Yeah. Guess what she does. She builds a chair. Anything I'm trying to do online, figuring out technology, I go to her. I'm like, I have a four second window probably oh, for like patience. I'm like, I can't get this. I act like a child. And she comes in and cleans me up on it. <laughs> that's so great. That's so, that's so funny. What do you, okay, what do you, Stephanie, what do you do for work? Where Do you go somewhere every, well, I mean, before quarantine, do you go somewhere every day or? No, I work online. Um, yeah. Like, we're with each other a lot. Doing yeah, what? So we're, I'm home all the time because for that reason, I was able to be a stay-at-home mom as well during like, Right, that's so important. Yeah, you could do that. It's so great. Yeah. So now that she's at home for school, it's like I miss when she would go to school because it's like I like that like a little bit of alone time. So the online schooling is getting a little bit hard. Of course. Keeping her focused, she just you know gets bored with it. 
really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Sixth Hard. grade, so it's like her first year of junior high, and she doesn't even get to go to school. So, yeah, I know. I know all of those those landmarks for kids. Listen, we got to keep them safe, but those landmarks—that's the tough thing because they yeah. something they dream of, especially yeah. that teenage thing of. Yeah, that's that can be very tough, but she's not a senior because that would be I think horrible. <laughs> like your senior year. I know, oh. I know, I know a lot of kids who are, and it's it is they they're just like what I worked my ass off all this time for this moment, and now it's some weird online whatever yeah. with all the fun parts and none of the fun parts. It's crazy. Oh. All the apps. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Is it working? Like all this kind of stuff, and to sit yeah. in front of a computer screen for a long time. It's difficult. Yeah. I will say this, and again, to pat you on the back and give you a hug and a kiss, because she's an amazing mother. She's wonderful to her daughter. And what we try to do right now, like you guys were talking about with kids, is yeah. I can only imagine how difficult this has to be on them. Like, you know, yeah. you mentioned about like what older people, no prom, no uh, sports, no yeah. victory game. And then even with the kids, like to adapt to this madness and comprehend it, because Ava, her daughter, is only 11. Um, yeah. she's very smart she's very sharp give her yeah. all the credit in the world she's a very smart kid but it's like right. to go through all these changes and yeah. you know have to deal with learning new apps and all this kind of stuff uh yeah. it, it's it's very difficult and it's yeah. challenging for all of us yeah very very and we have to be sensitive to what the kids are going through because you know they, they they it's much harder for them to understand like we've been having the fires here so the air quality is bad. So our granddaughter's a year and a half old. And she can't go outside. And, and so, for, you know, for several days, she could, it was very ill-advised for her to go outside. So she's just sitting there and there's the dogs and they're running outside. She wants to go outside. How do you explain to a year and a half old, you know, you have to make up all kinds of games and distraction and make it fun to not go outside, you know, which is they're not buying it. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're like, yeah, okay, that's very cute, but now we're going to go outside. And so it's the same thing, really. An 11-year-old, there's so much, even though she can comprehend it intellectually, it's still frustrating. You know, it's frustrating to be 11 anyway. Uh, have that, right? You know, absolutely. And, and I tell you what is like, even over here in Vegas, like we live in North Vegas, uh, roughly put it, 10 minutes, 15 from the strip with good traffic, which never happens. So really about a half hour, you know, from the strip. So <laughs> we even feel it out here, my allergies, uh, yeah. like even the d breathing condition, you know, it's like, yeah. you, it, it's hazy. You can't even see the mountains on some days. Yeah, exactly. So I can only imagine what they're, they're, they're dealing with in California. And I hope yeah. everyone, you know, my heart goes yeah. out to everyone over there and yeah. you know, thankful for the first responders, man. Like yeah, they're exactly. trying so hard. I know, incredible. We were just—we were just uh, one of the films that we did. We met with a, um, an IT guy, IP, whatever, computer guy, um, and he was saying that he had left our business. He spent six years as a firefighter, and now he's kind of back in production. But he said, you know, he was living in New York at the time, just just before nine eleven. He said that the whole mentality of firefighters and first responders is so different that it's not even a question. You don't even think to yourself, well, I mean, that's really dangerous. Maybe I should go home. <laughs> you know, just it just doesn't even occur. It's a different it's animal. Right yeah, it's so amazing. I wonder. I wonder. Hey, wonder Where'd the doggy go? Is this, is this the new cat? Is this the new one, the big boy? Let me see this guy. Is this the new one? one this is the one here. I'll, let me show you him. 
This is the one. He's one of the here. Hey, Aww. Wonder. <laughs> Look, say hi. Say hi What's to up, the buddy. His name is Wonder. He's named after Stevie Wonder. And his girlfriend's name is Stevie. She's named after Stevie Nicks. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're um they're uh, the younger generation. We we have a 20-year-old cat. We got we rescued these kittens because that made our 20-year-old young again. I mean, yeah, he was really. like on his last legs and now he's all anything he had kidney problems gone he had teeth problems gone it's unbelievable he's like this young vibrant 20 year old cat that's beautiful yeah, that's always great to hear i mean we're big time animal lovers and you know you especially yeah when you see uh you know an, an animal that you've had for a long time whether a cat dog or whatever get a resurgence of life it's it's just great because we all go through experiences where we're sitting there and we're like oh man you know what's going on my dog's not eating or my dog's not I, i'm obsessed like what always looking at her poop i know it sounds weird but i'm like always making sure i'm like, making sure the stream is good like making sure it's solid because i want her to be around forever because i love her so she is my darling you know and nature's funny that way because it gives them a much shorter lifespan and no matter what, it's devastating. Oh, it's so devastating. Yeah. Take it. We just talked to our friend that he played our son in a movie. And um he um his parents have a farm, he had chickens and goats, and he just lost a goat that he'd grown up with. I mean, you know, a goat, and he's like wandering around completely spaced out and devastated. You know, it's a goat. But I totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. On the uh, on the flip side, you know, everyone that's in company right now and people that we network with on social media or guys that you keep company with, uh, guys and girls, I should say, wonderful people, big hearts, positivity. And, you know, to close things out, that's why I love your guys' energy so much. Obviously, I'm fans of both of you and your work as artists and performers and especially, you know, um, all the connections – that you've uh, made for me, I'm very fond of, but it's the positivity. And that's what we need in this life right now is people to be forward progressive and be positive. I know it's hard a lot of times, take care of ourselves. Let's go out, let's live life, mask up, wash, wash them. I tell people all the time, I have a PSA of the day I do where I'm telling people to wash their hands all the time. And it's like a little gimmick that I started that people actually look forward to every day. And now I get right. emails from people I don't even know. They're like, hey, man, I washed my MF in hands. And I'm like, thank you. That's the way to do it. Um, That's cool. <laughs> it's so amazing, dude. That's cool. I love this. I love this action oh here. so cute. Oh, my God. That's so adorable. She's <laughs> passing out. Yeah. Look at that face. She was this in the sunshine today. It makes her all sleepy. Yeah, this is her nap time. She and, reminds uh, me of um, Wilbur in Charlotte's Web. <laughs> the little, the adorable little baby piggy who <laughs> friends with the spider. She's so cute. Oh my God. The this. best part about her is the personality. Yeah, um, she's so She's adorable, but she's got such swag to her. She hates everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes she hates me, but she loves me at the same time. And yeah, it's cute. Exactly because she likes to make me jealous. Like she'll try to get my attention and I'll go give her my attention, of course, because that's what I do. I love her so much. And then she'll go over to Stephanie and sit on her and look like this, all proud. Like, what are you gonna do about this? <laughs> and then I'll go over there 
And she'll literally, like Monty Python rabbit, try to bite my face. And, <laughs> right, and it's, exactly. And it's amazing funny. because she she has great energy still, and she's a little bit older. What do you say she is now? About eight, nine? Yeah, yeah eight or nine. Yeah. But she, when she wants to go, man, it's not a hesitation. But uh, yeah, she's confident. Yep, so absolutely. And and speaking about hesitations, it's never a hesitation to have you guys on board. I love talking to you guys. Your energy, again, I can't speak volumes enough about how awesome people you are and your family and, you know, with Keaton and stuff like that. And uh, I can't wait. Hopefully at one point uh, in time, we could all hang out and uh, yeah. have dinner, you know, okay. and uh, I think it would be great. I think it would be a fantastic cool. time. Yeah, cool. me too. It'd be so nice. Yay. Awesome. All right, so you have, you have your assignments. You have to watch Celebrity Wife Swap, ours. And what was the other? Oh, you have to watch the M word. Okay, and then my and then um, in Nature of the Beast, it was like a family movie. We put my mom in there. I'm in there playing the waitress. And you have to watch Love is a Gun. I think they saw it. Maybe they didn't. That was a fantastic movie. You have scenes there. Uh, Kelly Preston, right? Yeah. yeah, you know the movie. Good of for course. you. I watched, Eric, What's I think I've seen like most of all your movies, bro. <laughs> like, that was a great movie. And, and unfortunately, we lost her recently, you know. Yes. But yeah. your performance was, and her performance too, the one scene where you're just like, I believe it's you're drinking, you got the gun, and uh, it's just it's so intense. And I, what's that? Yeah, I totally agree with you. It is oh. so so crazy. Nobody could do that like Eric. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to pat you on the back, brother. I'm sorry. I, I'm a fanboy at the end of the day. I can't help it. The scene in The Specialist when you go up to Stallone and he's looking at your girl, you get out of the car and you're like, you know, maybe you like me too. That It's just like, only you could do that. Final Analysis, Star 80, Pope of Greenwich Village, uh, again with the, um, the uh, artificial inspiration with the horses and you and mickey and all those are such great moments you know the obvious charlie i took my thumb but my, my favorite one is what do you need a suit for charlie you fancy you got no job to wear it too. yeah you got no job to wear it too <laughs> he's from the neighborhood mozzarella is tough sometimes <laughs> these are <Stuff> like never. <laughs> exactly <laughs> These are amazing parts, and you guys are amazing people. This was an amazing time. I thank you so much. I look forward to it in the future again. I want you guys to enjoy your day, and thank you for taking the time out. Of course. Bye, guys. Bye, Stephanie. Bye, dog. Bye, Stephanie. Give up to the daughter. Bye, you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great one, guys. Thank you. You too. Bye. Peace. I love you.